Turn that. It's definitely the inside. You know, it definitely wells up from inside. Now, I've been quiet, and I have been watching the news, and I'm so thoroughly disgusted with people that I don't know if I ever want to see another one again. I am absolutely amazed at the idiocy at trying to, <laughs> of people screaming at each other while this trans war is being whipped up on an, you know, another front of you know, the usual stuff, right, from, from the left. You know, if it was from the right, well, with the participation of the right, I guess. I don't feel I'm in either one anymore feel like I'm in outer space, way out in outer space, like outer, the outer limits, <laughs> beyond the outer limits. <laughs> um, and I've been in the twilight, you know, lately. I've been seeing between the two worlds. And uh, I've been, you know, a lot of sleep time is, a, you know, you see the glimpses of the other worlds. The worlds, I should say, should be plural. But when it's, you know, daytime consciousness and you kind of slipping in and out um, as people that are dying do that, they see another world. They see another world that's uh, not necessarily better than this one. Sometimes it's, oh, bliss, but it looks like other things going on. You know, you're, you're over there participating in there's another you having some kind of life and you're getting glimpses of the life you're having and it may not be too pleasant. I don't know if you've experienced that. I think we get it a lot as we get older toward death. And um, also through sleep deprivation, through mind control techniques of the, of the developed, super advanced state of, you know, mind frequency programming, which is what we're suffering right now. Um, we told them not, you know, we 
<laughs> we explained about the 5G. And we covered it here. I didn't cover it here that much because, you know, it was already, the 5G was already in when they were saying they're going to put it in. And that's why. You know, all the towers were already 5G. You'll have it, it, just it didn't show up on your phone yet, but I mean, it was already being used for years in experimentation um, for mind control. The whole point of everything, okay, we're going to, first of all, greetings in the name of the Most High, Zeph Daniel here, your wayward host. Some people say a prophet in the wilderness, some people say a, uh, a crazy man in the wilderness, whatever, but uh, the wilderness of broadcasting, no less. And um, stayed there by intention. Didn't sell anything. Didn't, you know, stop donations. Didn't. Whatever I could do to 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 clarify the what is what I'm saying, you know, to be a clear channel, if you will, of uh, you know information without being biased, hopefully. And I had one young. Uh, guy that interviewed me for a show called the Parallax View Podcast, and uh, he said, you know, and this is what's funny, people just automatically, because I had, because of my, I say whatever, they automatically go, oh, well, you're, you know, you're a bigot. He goes, you don't seem like a bigot. He said that live, you don't seem like a bigot, you know, like he was, like he's been warned, you know. And if you say anything... True, you're a bigot. If you say anything that has relevance, you're a bigot. Say anything that has any philosophical merit, you're a bigot. You say anything that has anything to do with God, you're a bigot. So I was uh, struck out on all fronts because God is, I am, but I also know the mysteries. And I usually don't make a statement like that, but because this pod will be fairly famous, I would say, by the time I get done, for better or for worse, you know, um, uh, I will weigh in on this issue of the transphobia, the uh, killing of transphobia, and I, I, I'm going to try not to be condescending toward humans if I can, and, you know, and just explain that, you know, people can fall into these, the the psychological flesh connection in people and the, uh, the, the, you know, the sort of animal desires of people and the intellectual and the, you know, and, the, and then there's the religious trying and there's the, People wanting to be free, and they think it's this problem and that problem, and kill this, kill that, get rid of this, revolt, and you'll be free. And then, of course, when they revolt, they're not free. They're um, they become the next establishment, and uh, then they need to be overthrown. Then it goes on in a in a sea of misery. Until you finally conclude that humanity is a sinking ship of fools. So why should I bother even addressing, um, you know, the murder of uh, what the murder of heteronorms and transphobia and trans 
in, in trans-utopia. They're getting rid of the problem. There was a guy, that guy that played, uh, oh, I forget his name. He's an actor, famous. He was on Star Trek. He's a um, gay activist, and he was like talking about, you know, how that you know, he finally concluded what he really wanted was a world without Republicans. And that, that was it. It was, it was just, you know, and um, <clears throat> it all, he, he never really spoke that radically. He, um, he's been influenced by the trans movement and, and the, the backing up of random killings um, and what that means of especially um, Christians, which becomes the natural antipathy. And so if we go back to the, let's say we go back to the story of Sodom and Gomorrah and the, um, it wasn't the raping of angels. They would kill anyone that would not comply, you know, with the ongoing, you know, um, whatever you want to call it. And, uh, you know, so it was the idea of, people miss this point, the idea of killing angels because they came from God or raping them. I mean, just think of the, of the, of the, of the um, angels being holy. Think about the, what that means. Now, the angels are the problem. Okay, so we can draw a line back to that time. And, and also remember Abram, before he became Abraham, he was, you know, pleading with God that to save the, the people because he knew that God was going to destroy every last man, woman, and child there. So that naturally makes people, you know, I mean, they're, so they're at war with God, right? But it was so bad. And if you look at a town like that, usually those towns were about 100,000 people, maybe max, you know, but spread out kind of, you know, not a big city or anything. And, uh, and they were, um, you know, apparently completely into witchcraft for selfishness, witchcraft for self-power to see who would be the, 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 the lord, the warlord, the, uh, right? In those days you had warlords of different areas. And the whole idea was that they were consciously, and, and here's the, taking from the evidence of Scripture, Scripture, they were consciously, I mean consciously, at war with God, I mean directly, so that when angels were present, they were so excited to take them down. And the way, one method was to rape them which would have gotten rid of the holiness of the angel. At least in someone's mind, whoever's writing. I'm just, whether you believe it or not, I don't really care. It doesn't matter. It's for the sake of argument here. So the war was clearly, you know, and then, and then you know, people like Lot and Lot's wife and Lot's family, um, you know, and, and uh, you know, they were living and, you know, hiding out. Much like, because I'm talking, so he just feels he must. Uh... Benz is riding shotgun with me, as he always does. So, 
they're at war with God consciously, and that's why the excitement over the angels and all that, and they were trying to hide them and, you know, trying to deal with it, protect them. So apparently, in that day, maybe not today, maybe nobody even knows. I'm not even sure I'm talking to conscious people anymore. So I, except for the small group we have here, but uh, beyond this point. I'm not sure if people are able to, because um, I've seen the smartest people, including like, you know, the Elon Musks and all those people try to grapple with this, and they can't, they, they're, they're idiots. And it's because I believe that what we call intellectuals are spiritual dolts. So that, and that spiritual, um, you know, geniuses may not have the education or the clarity in which to explain certain things they see. And so there's a divide between the two, and so we never get any answers. And I can tell you from watching uh, Twitter, and which is the most busy of all, no answers. One side pointing at the other, saying, "You know, you're you're you know you're wrong," and the other side pointing back with the help of the entire U.S. government, saying, "The fault of these shootings is all the Republicans." It's the Republicans that are causing the shooting. So the Republicans are actually shooting people. We need to round them up. I mean, so here we go again. With the same exact thing that we had with COVID, with the bioweapon. Now, that's a bioweapon launched by your government to kill you. I don't know how you feel about it, but that's what happened to you. And if you're suffering any kind of uh, symptoms or anything, you're getting zapped and you're getting bad food and you're getting everything bad and you feel bad and pretty soon you won't be able to go to the store or do anything that'll all be cut off and so you know you're going to feel bad and the money will run out i'm trying to like prepare people for this the money will run out you know if things don't turn around if an alternative does not get you know implemented it will be well, you'll be on a digital currency, let's say, but I mean, the, the money, the, well, the people that were, the business owners, the real people targeted here are small business owners because they know that's the lifeblood of the economy. Well, you want to say something? Hmm? You, would you mind if I develop my points? I'm in a kind of a dilemma here. I have not been able to, you know, we're not able to really present my uh, talk because of the fact that I've taken care of this uh, puppy that's very, he's cool, he's just, you know, you have to understand it. He's, uh, he's learned a lot of things, let's put it that way. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't get rid of him. You know, I wouldn't kick him off this sofa. So, and I've heard a lot of people go at this. I mean, you know, from the intellectual side, we've had, you know, conservative speakers, and, and from the, uh, from the, uh, the side of the, uh, I guess this would be called the trans war, just like we have a race war. We have the trans war, and the trans, you know, the the the, the idea that I've seen these TikToks where you see guys with, you know, so-called transitioning and they're becoming, you know, uh, you know, they're changing their sex and gender or trying to. 
And uh, I say that, you know, with quotes because I don't really believe that if I had uh, you know, altered my body, I'm not sure that I, I, I would be a, in that way, I, I would be a eunuch, which were very important people, actually, in, his, in history, because the eunuchs were always the ones taking care of the palace, taking care of the king and the queen. But anyway, um, back to the argument. So I don't see an argument, but I see this fomented war. For example, this situation that happened with a Christian school. Very interesting. Christian. That's Jesus. Okay. Obviously, the trans movement, if you want to call it that, that's being handled by the CIA, is, um, you know, and the think tanks and all the advanced DARPA, PSYOP. This is like the most advanced mind control that they have. They did this a while back with Patty Hearst, and they tried to do it with me as well. So I'm no stranger to being caught up in, you know, the cult thing. I mean, I was not a cult member, but I've been, they tried to force me into these cults. One was a Christian cult, and the other one was like a, a communist cult. So I've been in both sides. And the one thing you notice is there's no, there's no discussion of anything. The, the leaders run the mind control, and you have to keep adapting. For example, um, the, they developed the plan a few years ago for, to change the language. Now, the reason Obama wants to change the language, and he's quarterbacking this, is because it, it has to do with the Bible, that he sees himself, as, or he did back then, I think it's Daniel 11. I wasn't really prepared to go there. But to change, um, you know, times and, um, uh, you know, histories and, and you know, to, to, to change the uh, education, to, to change the, uh, the way that we... Do you want me to put you in the cage? Or outside with Eli? I need the uh, need some help here, but to change the um, well, maybe he's trying to protect me from even going any further with his talk, since there's no one to understand. Is there any way that we could have this talk? I'm not able to get to my point, so I'm going to maybe come back another day. No. It was good today. I'm prepared for it. He has to be here. If I'm here, he has to be here. And then he hears me talk, and then he wants to talk, and I understand that. So, you know, people, you'll please forgive me for the uh, interruptions. Okay, so, um, you know, so as we keep developing it, we go back, and the history is, you know, just I picked one thing, but we can go back and back and back. Uh, Golden Calf is another great example of people that were at war with God, within the confines of Moses' exodus, which is God's exodus. <laughs> now, I, may, maybe for those of you who don't know the story, it's a, in the Bible. It's actually in Exodus, which is in the Bible. And, um, you know, they were grumbling right from the beginning. They were, they were you know, they were, they were pissed off. They, they don't like eating manna. 
And where the people of God were like, wow, God provided this manna. This is awesome. You know? And they're like, ew, I, I used to eat regular food. I, you know. And um, eventually they started getting uh, into what they want to do. And, um, you know, so they eventually erected the golden calf and they're, you know, partying and, you know, they want to bring back the, 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 the partying kind of what might look like a DJ rave today, rituals of, of those days. And would always involve, you know, the usual stuff, you know, orgies. And, but usually the orgies all had something to do with a god or goddess. In this case, the, the, um, the, the golden cow. Um, because that's what brings sexual liberation, brings sacrifice. And so there's people sacrifice too, the idea of killing the opposition. That comes in eventually. And, um, you, you know, for the God or for the, the real leader. And the real leader opposes, you know, Christ or if you like in, in that time, God, you know, Yahweh, whatever, and opposes the authority, uh, Moses, and Aaron of that time and you know we'll have nothing to do with it so it's like you see that one side opposes the other and if both sides are allowed to continue you know as as Moses had figured out that God would down the whole thing then they would all be lost Allah Sodom and Gomorrah and all of those old stories that uh, they already knew that the whole thing would be lost unless they got rid of thousands of revelers who were worshiping their own gods, making you know idols to their own gods, doing their own thing, and you know doing your own thing. When you read back about raping angels and things, it doesn't even seem sane. It's like raping the house, or you know a little animal, or. You know, it, it gets to a point where it becomes absurd. And here's the bottom line. No freedom is exacted from it. But in this case, like the Simeonese Liberation Army of, you know, Patty Hearst, where they finally had that shootout. And, of course, the, the society that created the Patty Hearst incident, and she wasn't there, the Simeonese Liberation Army, that's right out of the... That, that is like so textbook um, USA, awful, total evil government. It's unbelievable. And the same people are marching for the jabs. They want everyone that doesn't take a jab to be jailed, you know, and then that didn't work. So now we have the trans war that they've, they've cooked up as a... Uh, to use the, the, uh, the... Those transitioning as terrorists... Uh, so that they can shoot people and then blame them. Remember about the abuser, okay? Listening? Getting tapped in now. Okay, the abuser. So I'm the abuser. It's always your fault. Always. Doesn't matter what the issue is. It's always your fault. Whatever I do to harm anything or anyone is justified because it's your fault. Numero uno. Now, if you understand that, I don't need to explain all the other levels. It's always your fault. Remember I had that song, The Abuser. Remember in Girl Next, where she tells her, it's always your fault? Well, in the book, Girl Next book, which is basically coming out, I'm not sure, but any day now, 
uh, being published by Weird Book. And you can get, oh, I also have announcements about any one of you that bought a Blu-ray DVD, I will send you a free one of ours made by Crazed House, okay? And you watch the movie on that, it'll blow your mind. And the mix, the mix blew my mind too. It's just unreal. So let Trish know by email or in the chat. And uh, she's now distracting Ben so we can, you know, have this talk, you know, with food. So, <laughs> but, you know, let her know if you want one of those. Uh, it, it's, um, I can tell you this, the, the, the Blu-ray. And if you don't have Blu-ray, just say, you know, HD, just regular DVD. Either one looks good, but the Blu-ray and the 2K really just, oh, man. I, I couldn't be happier with uh, the, the, the way, the, the look, the, the tightness of it. The, uh, it just looks really expensive as well. You know, it's, and we, we were in a shoestring there. But we had a great cinematographer. You know, we had a great uh, post-production crew in, in Spain. And, uh, man, it's... it's, it's and combined with the mix, you know, the mix was all there. It's that Larry and I and Scott, and of course I started with the mix, and it was just me for a while. Then we had, ended up getting, you know, another guy, you know, toward the end. But I mean, it all all those ideas we had in the mix, they all came through perfectly. It's definitely superior to m most films you will see. I know, even the really expensive studio films, it even rivals that. It's really amazing. Then there's some goodies in there. There's a trailer for the upcoming um, documentary that I did called uh, The Dark Side of Society about what happened to me and how I wound up uh, writing that script, Society, and, and uh, you know, one day I'm going to go through the warfare that I go through on that, even today. It's, it's, but I can't explain it now. It's, it's just I'm, it's a live situation. I'm sorry. But, jeez, I learned a lot about people, about the sides they've chosen. And that war, it's not their war. It's what's inside of them, war, against us, you against it, whatever. You are with God. The war is against you. It's always your fault, understand Everything that happens here is your fault because everything that happens here is God's fault. You know, let the children play. Let them do what they want to do. What's wrong with you? Who are you to, to, you know, moralize about, you know, when you have a world that kills people all over the world, you have no right to talk, you know, blah, 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 blah. They can cook up any argument to shut you down. And why do they want to shut you down? Because truth is the real enemy. And it, 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 you know, any kind of truth, any layer, uh, billions of talking points of truth versus billions of talking points of lies screaming into each other and getting nowhere, all just one big noise signifying nothing. Nothing. And I guarantee you, not only will no progress be made by all this, it will end up sending society whatever, uh, probably off the cliff or dead or, you know, we may go to road warrior status. I mean, it may just become, you know, unraveled because due to extreme psychological, extreme 
psychological stress. Here's the homemade oh, okay. dog food. Get him. Go on, she'll feed you. So you can never win the argument. It's always your fault. And there is nothing you can really do about it. Um, the uh, shooting in the school, uh, someone who blames, obviously, Christians, Jesus, who went there, whatever, and then went with, I can tell you this, that person was highly trained. Can I, can I finally say this? And have every, and No one else says this. Or very few. I mean... It, it, a very highly trained operative. You know, suicide mission, had schematics, had training, had the, the right ARs, had, had everything. But, you know, had, uh, you know, had uh, body armor or whatever. It's, you know, the typical trained by the U.S. government person, which all of them are. You know, as they recruit them, somebody with a real, you know, and so people that are not um, trans people are arranging all the war, arranging all the hurt, arranging all the sides, blaming it on the other side, whipping up the violence, and the people that are transitioning into male to female, which they're trying to get all of them to do, all people, no, the goal is all. It's like the jab. It's all. Or anyone that doesn't like it should be rounded up and taken away. So they can't quite get there with the numbers right now. But, you know, they made the whole thing. And I did some research. I went and looked at, at the ray. The, um, all I had to do was look at the DJ scope and look at the fame, uh, fame meter. And as I took a look at the fame meters and the DJ scope, you know, the raves and the... Um, especially the big DJ shows, because those are, people don't realize that's a huge source of revenue. That's a huge thing controlled, again, by the same people, by the government. Government controls all that through the, um, the people that they have in charge or whatever are beholden to the, the big global mafia. As you know, because you have to sell out in order to you know, be a player. So I was watching these DJs that went from, I was watching them go from, you know, over the last two years, transition from uh, men to women. And the next batch that's coming up of the, you know, the Skrillexes and all that, they're all going to be trans. I can just tell you, I can tell you a couple of the, the stars to look for. And... um so I started watching that as part of this research. I was fascinated with the pictures just 18 months ago and now coming out of the COVID thing and now having this. And every show, like I'll just give you one of them, one of the upcoming ones that just signed a big record deal and all that and, and uh, has got, um, he's, uh, you know, they're all seeming to kind of follow Sam Smith and being obese to a certain extent. And trying to project, um, you know, feminine curves and all that, and you know, dress and makeup, hair, you know, the whole bit. And then, of course, you know, the dancing and the DJing and all that that goes along with it, and the other dancers and all the other, you know, the trend that got set by you know Madonna so long ago and Lady Gaga and Katy Perry and <laughs> all the rest of them. <laughs> it looks like an old TV show. <laughs> And, of course, there's a little DJ thing on the stage, right? But they, they can't stay back there. They have to get out in front and 
move around and have guest singers on and guest people, you know, to, to really whip up the show. So the main thing the DJ talks about now is shouldn't he be allowed to dress like this and act like this, not feel bad about it or something? All he could talk about was the war. Again, you know, two years ago, it was whatever. Uh, he was a gay DJ or whatever, you know, a gay DJ. That's like a dime a dozen. And it, you know, the music was all about sex and drugs, and you know that you know basically is about it. Those things, and uh, you know the flow, the flow, baby, the flow. You know, got to get in the lingo, and uh, you know, you know, basically the flow and the this and the that and the the games and the you know it's all about play and fun and and all the people raving and dancing around and dropping uh, ecstasy or whatever it is, MDMA and, and, you know, and ketamine and, you know, just getting, uh, yeah, just totally out there, yeah, out there. I've done it myself, but not for those reasons. I've taken a lot of drugs, mainly for the, uh, because I wanted off earth. I spent a lot of time out there, and what I realized was, when I get high on drugs, I mean, say something like acid, you know, I was not in control, but someone was, <laughs> right? I didn't get liberated. I never made it into heaven. I never, I never really found my epiphany. I never found my purpose. I just got controlled by other people and eventually, you know, slammed into mental hospitals. Uh, because um, I didn't reason the same way they did, so it was all my fault. <laughs> so I had a lot of time to think about, you know, my errors, and I was given numerous opportunities to repent. But I knew that murder was wrong, didn't I? Oh, no, this, I'm talking about what's going on today, just giving a little parallel side, uh, you know, digression of my own that ties in. You see, there is nothing about this that's real. Nothing. Zero. Not even like 0.1. You know, 0.1% or 10%. It's nothing. But what's driving it is what's wrong with us all. Emptiness. No sense of purpose, you know, anger, struggle. Um, and when we're younger, we have a lot of energy, and we want to we want to do what we want to do, and someone's stopping us. So I looked at all the raves, and I I was you know looking at the crowds then to see if they were all transitioning. And some were, but but the difference is now the DJs are transitioning as most people in Hollywood either have them or their kids because it's a rule. If you don't have kids or you're self-transitioning, you're kicked out. You're out of entertainment. You'll be, quit now. You're out. That's the way it's going. But see, that's the way it's always been. The same people have always had a lock on the power. You know, you, you wouldn't think so. 
But uh, can you see the words Bohemian Grove? Well, they all cross-dress there. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Anyone? This is nothing new. And since the violence is being controlled by trainers, the trainer that trained um, the person who went in and shot up, killed six people or whatever, uh, was trained completely. I'm sure they've all been sworn to silence. Don't talk about this. Tactical maps and all this stuff. That's not something that a young girl would do on her own. No, there was there was animus there. Sure, there was emotion. There was like, I want to kill Jesus, and, and they really wrecked me at that school, and you know, I want some payback. Oh yeah, we can work with that, honey. You're transitioning to a male, and I mean, look, people don't even call you by your female pronoun. I mean, people don't call you by your male pronoun, and. And that's, that's completely, not even the news media, that's completely disrespectful. We should apologize. So, you know, ABC, NBC, all these, you know, um, all this media are, um, you know, the reason they're being a little clumsy is because this has come up so fast because they rushed it. They were supposed to get into this eventually. Because, you see, I think they believe that if they can get this thing done, then they can rely on a, a total thermonuclear war to eliminate all these people. They, no, they want to kill them all. They don't want, they're going to kill all the trans people. They're just using them to bring it about a culture un, not unlike what God killed in the past. Because they hate human. Because the, pe- the people running it are not human. Don't say alien. Just, just not human is good enough. They're not. Many people you see out there today are not human. Well, they don't know. You, no one could detect them. They have you know, genetics similar. I mean, there was a big argument about bloodlines the other day where they said that people that had, uh, you know, RH negative blood were not human. And go round and round with that. And it's like, well, you have no problem with me. I'm not interested, and in, I have no animus toward human whatsoever, except how hard it is to communicate, to to put forth ideas when all they could do when they have when you know when these, for example, uh, these people that feel superior to everyone now are the right now in in our society are they've been lifted to stardom are all the trans people. They're lifted to that level where if you do something or say something they don't like, they have a lot of power against you to really hurt you. And they will be given unlimited... In my view, this is just getting started. So we can go to the prophetic angle on it. Yeah, this is just getting started because it has to... You know, because they're having to combat, you know, people getting rid of woke ideology. It's tied in with woke. It's tied in with the, the entire... Basically, the explosion of the Communist Manifesto is the uh, you know the, the the gateway to all of the lawlessness that you see, and the trans movement is just a part of all of the of the mind control movements that they have. Because remember, to them, you can call them alien if you like. They're you know they're not really from the same genetic anything. So 
you know, but according to them, you know, the lawlessness and the do what thou wilt, like, like, for example, Aleister Crowley, do what thou wilt, which shall be the whole of the law. And, you know, that's basically the assumption they're working under, under the, the devil's assumption. You know, get them to do whatever they want and be selfish, of course. No sacrifice for them, but, you know, selfishly do what you want, go where you want. And it turns out that, you know, I really want to be a girl and I want to wear this dress, I want to be up there on the stage. And I mean, you know, aren't I allowed to do that anywhere? And the crowd goes, yay! Oh, shouldn't I be myself? Yay! Should I be liberated? Should I be a happy person? <laughs> yeah! You goddamn those fuckers who want to stop you from living your life, they should be killed! Ah, huh? Did I just get it? How'd that feel? Pretty good? Did I just nail that? I don't even have to say any more. Okay, so when I was flirting with communism, which I guess was in the 80s, you know, I I wanted to, you know, at that time I wanted to join, I wanted to burn down Beverly Hills, you know, (laughs) as I wrote a screenplay instead. But I mean, that's how I felt about it. So I had the same rage. I think I could relate and understand because I felt completely, you know, bullied, demeaned. My life was ruined. I couldn't get any college. I couldn't get any careers or anything because of my reputation had been ruined by my uh, family and all their friends. That's always, believe me, that's a thorn in my side. One day, maybe I'll tell you people about it. I mean, you'd really get into it, maybe a memoir or something. But, uh, you know, the kind of things they would do, oh, my God, total evil, beyond evil, beyond evil, beyond the devil, even. One thing they liked to do at Bohemian Grove was, you know, the thing is, in addition to cross-dressing, they import boys because that's the old way of the world. You, you understand? That's the way of Hollywood. You know, they call Brad Pitt just did the movie Babylon. Babylon, I looked at the first 15 minutes of it, and it was so getting toward real, you know, in terms of the orgy. That's exactly it, you know. It began with a debauched orgy and started to get a little bit of the S&M and a little bit of the violence. Not, they didn't quite get violent, but... I think someone over OD'd and died. But I mean, it was like, it was insane. It was over the top. But yeah, that's Hollywood. That, that's an actual, you know, depiction of, of it. And Brad loves it, obviously. He loves it. I mean, and you just have to imagine sticking lots of children in there, of course. All the kids are still there. Where are they going to go? They're participating. Of course they are. They bring the children out at 11 o'clock. Right? When people are good and liquored up. Yeah. And so it runs on this. This is the mafia. Notice they run the military-industrial complex. They run Hollywood. And it's all based on one thing. Right. Of doing the opposite. 
you know, and that includes sexually. And, you know, in those days, they had the cross-dressing going on and all that, you know, away from society, and now they're, you know, integrating it, but they have a different purpose. They did this before, and the purpose is to create opposition and then make the argument that the opposition is oppressing a group that just wants to be free and happy. And then you have idiots coming out on TV saying, you know, drag queens always make everything better, and they're happy, and, you know, what's wrong with these kids dancing around? You know, it's like, you know, they're, they're, everybody's happy. These horrible people trying to shut it down and believing God go to church, they're just like, you know, killing our kids who just want to be free. I remember one guy, he identified as a six-year-old. He was a 45-year-old man. And was a, he identified as a six-year-old girl. And he moved into a house. Let me see what you think of the situation. He moved into a house. And, uh, you know, there was a father there and a, they, and a daughter that was, I think, I think uh, six. He might have been eight-year-old and she was six, something like that. And, um, you know, they would play together, of course. And then he kind of slipped. He said something like, you know, and then, you know, he had his, they had their room, you know, his room. I'm not sure if they shared a room. But then he said, you know, and, you know, this is the way it is in these households. I mean, this is the way it is. You're a fool if you don't think it goes to this. He goes, and then I remember the first time I was penetrated. I, it was such a glorious day for me when daddy came in and penetrated me. And he said that on national, international television. And um, one wonders about, of course, the other child. Of, of obviously, if daddy's penetrating the adult, they have to penetrate both. So there you have it, you know. Just basically the pedophile family, you know, and that was the structure. That's what they were pushing. Then they took it away and they got rid of the clips. You couldn't find the clips. But they, he talked about it so casually. It was like, I've been waiting for this moment. And then it finally came. You know, we're just a loving, happy family loving each other. What's wrong with love? And that's the attitude that was taken away from it. So that's a component that you don't hear much about because that's still in the closet, kind of. Uh, but, but what does it have to do with? It has to do with any norm, any law, anything that comes from the, the patriarchal society, Yahweh, uh, you know, Jesus, the Bible, Western civilization, language, education, etc., is evil. It should be shunned. People should do what they want to do, and yes, that includes not restraining themselves sexually. They should be open about it. It should be open orgies, open everything. And anything less than that, you're killing people and hurting the, hurting the will to live. We could have a utopia here on Earth, but these people are trying to stop uh, these people from developing. The other thing is that we that understand the way spirituality works, you know, people of the spirit. We know there are no mistakes. We know that God created people 
at a certain level. They could go so high, they could go so low, but that's the level. And there's a reason for that. But they believe, uh, you know, people that are not of the spirit believe, you know, they're of the flesh, of course, and I think they would admit that. Uh, they believe that, that God made mistakes and that they need to improve. All the New Agers I knew over the years, in fact, one that came here, uh, you know, they came because they wanted me to bow down and obey them. Yeah, they were sent here from a, a guy, a, um, a guy that you would go to uh, to learn about these conspiracy theories, and you would learn from him. And he turned out to be a handler. <laughs> okay, imagine my shock. Uh, so he comes here and he says, "You know, we need to improve on humans." And they went up to the, we have a little tabernacle to Yahweh. It's supposed to be a place of just prayer. So he went up there with his wife to like worship the sun as it was coming up. And I, I just couldn't even believe it. I was just like watching a comic book. And he did everything I predicted he would do, including calling the guy who sent him here, who, who I knew, and saying, he's completely under control by Trish. <laughs> right in front of me, he said this on the phone to this guy. Can't make this stuff up. But it had to do with my, um, you know, implacable, you know, my my constitution, my my uh, my way, my 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 is. I can put it that way. Is not going that way. Because you see, intellectually, I am superior to that. I I have a very high IQ, which is probably. <clears throat> you know, enhanced through, you know, through subjugation, uh, through torture, through mind control techniques, through things that I went through, it increased my IQ to where I could see everything. You know, I mean, not everything of everything, but everything I needed to see to show that, you know, that on any given day, that direction is always wrong. See what I mean? And I had this as a, as a child, and I could see it. But they would say, you're wrong. So the New Age way was always a joke to me because I could see the end game. I could see the, the, the manipulation. I could see the reasoning. I could see all of it behind it. I tried to explain to people, but no one was listening to me about anything. They just said, you have a high IQ. That's too bad. That ruins everything. I wish you had a lower IQ, Zeph, because you ruin everything. Well, what did I ruin? Well, you just ruined everything. Why is that? Now, I'm, talking, I'm applying it all to the trans movement now, but see, it applies to everything, everywhere, all the time. It applies to the whole world. Nothing going on here that's new. It's all the world. You know, and they will, if they can, find a way to kill everybody. Yes. And they go along with the Bible. They know the script. They know what Yahweh, they don't have a problem with belief in Yahweh. They're at war with Yahweh. They're trying to get Yahweh, Yah, Elohim, God, the I Am, to, uh, you know, t you know, to agree to a, uh, you know, an elimination of all humans. Because that's the bone of contention. 
and the uh, the non-humans are obviously of, of the fallen angels. That's the bone of contention. But the problem is the revenge idea, taking away God's tabernacle. See, the mistake they make, they go, the New Jerusalem is a spaceship sitting outside of Venus. When people say stupid things like that, you know, one of the, one of the things they overlook is in the language of the Spirit, the New Jerusalem is a tabernacle for Yahweh to, you know, uh, be within, to be in the tabernacle, the Holy of Holies. And, and man is that tabernacle. And yes, you don't need lights to heat. Everything is, you know, everything is, you think it's there. You know, it's, it's all fluid. It's all, you know, you don't need the sun. You don't need anything. You know, well, what is that? It's, it's the Holy of Holies. Where man's intention to be made the image and likeness of God was to be, to you know, at some point to contain God. But you see, that containment, it, what I learned about time and space is that containment's already fulfilled. The Bible's already fulfilled, and, and yet it isn't fulfilled, yet it's going to be fulfilled. And all that's true at the, any given moment. And that's fine with me, you know what I mean? Because, yeah, we've always known that time is Kronos, and so Kronos goes back to Saturn, and then Saturn goes back to, you know, Satan, and so... He, here we go again. But, you know, God created Satan. God created the dragons. God created the lizards. God created Orion. God created Lyra. God created, you know, should we go on and on and on and on and on? God created all these things. God created everything. I am. And nothing is outside of me. And so the devil's advocate, along comes Al Pacino. And he says, you know, I'm a fan of man. You know, I want man to be liberated. What man really wants to do. And in this society, of course, you know, man wants to be a woman. But of course he does, because deep down, you know, man sees women as superior. They give the birth. But you know they're even trying to find a way so man can give some kind of birth. Amen. And we need to improve on the genetics of people, you know. And anyway, so I watched the transition of the DJs because that's the the DJs and the raves and the dances and the clubs. That's the future. Okay, that's going to show me the truth. And then Hollywood and the transitioners. And those people that want to be stars now, like that Dylan Mulvaney guy, uh, very smart move entertainment-wise. You know, he's secured himself a spot, you know, and, you know, he did it. He's got a lot of talent, and and no one's going to deny that. And, um, you know, he... uh, Look at pictures of him, say, two years ago. The same thing we look at... um, I was watching this. The up-and-coming DJ is DJ Rechno. Rechno is, I predicted he would become a big star, and I, pre- I still predict he will. Or she, I'm sorry. I don't know if it's a she or he. I actually don't know what he wants, what she wants, but he was a he. And um, 
you know, in Girl Next, we have, uh, you know, a, a, a transgender woman, Misha, and we refer to her as she, you know, throughout, just very casually because it's such an old subject in our film and in, in the in the in the legacy of the film and the real real story, which goes years back, years forward, which we're fleshing out now. Uh, you know, she was uh, a punk rocker, a he at that time, transitioned to a she, got together with Heinrich, and they, uh, and so they work as a team. And, you know, she had a problem during the film, during this story, in that she was, you know, jealous of the pretty girls, and especially when Heinrich, Heinrich liked them. And she just, she felt she could never really be you know, she had this conflict within her. We never explained it much, but oh, did it piss off the, uh, oh, did it piss off the trans people I mean, in a way. Because, you know, we weren't on the team. You know, we were just dealing with the real transgender, the real, real deal. That, uh, and as a woman, she was attractive and all that, and kept her genitals, his whatever, but she has a line when she's, she's having intercourse with the, with the lead, with, with uh, Lorian, and she says, do you think I'm inferior to you because of that? And it was like, wow, what's on your mind, you know? What's driving you? You, you know, and I think we tapped into exactly what leads to suicide, because I was so keen on my daughter, you know, having committed suicide because she wanted to be abused. And that's why she committed suicide. That's why I wrote that song, Broken Mirror. She wanted to be abused. And uh, deep down, she wanted to be loved. Not abused, but when she was a child... You know, her mother didn't have much in the way of supervision. They tried to groom her to be a, a Gucci girl, society maven, some, you know, a society girl. And it uh, didn't quite work. She found God. And uh, what a mess. So Misha, in a way, so psychologically, I totally understand the whole thing. I understand it perfectly well. Because I can see myself in that same situation when I was younger. I was experimenting with, you know, makeup and this and that. I had all kinds of feelings going all kinds of directions. And, you know, the one thing I didn't fall for was the sugar daddy type thing in Hollywood, which I was offered that. And thank God I just barely escaped that. Like, we'll let you out of this mental hospital if you just go be this guy's slave. You know what I mean? And let let them groom you. And that with groom is not a dirty word. They'll groom you for success. (laughs) <laughs> no, seriously. Just to show that the whole thing was fake. You know? Oh, man. Yeah, that was something. I wish I remembered that guy. He had a, he had a convertible uh, Mustang. And he took me away from the hospital and said, look, this is the deal. You know, you, you know, your parents have you know, arranged with this guy, you know, arranged to sell you to this guy. And I, I told him, you know, I, I, I'm going to, I just, you know, I really love the hospital. I just really want to go back there. I, I don't know what it was that made me 
they thought that I wanted freedom. And actually, I was enjoying seclusion. I had already... You know, I wasn't really thinking very clearly, or that would have been a pretty, maybe that would have been a good deal, but maybe I would have never come back from that, or met with maybe I'd be dead because of the fact that a lot of times they recruit lambs, let's say, just to slaughter them, you know what I mean, just for fun. So I, I knew that already. I narrowly missed a couple of uh, executions back in those days. But see, I don't, I'm a misfit. I, how do you, you know, where do I... I'm not even from here. I don't even know where I'm from. But I can tell by the way I interact with things that I'm not really completely, you know, human, I guess. I don't mean it genetically. I just mean in the way people are human. And I, I, I must be fundamental to my, to my personality or my soul. I don't think it's something where there's a choice involved. I think it just is what it is. And uh, so I begged the Lord to take me out of here a lot of the time. You know, it just seems like the wrong place. You know, it just wasn't, you know, this wasn't really, it was like the opposite of normal here. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) I can see all you guys nodding your heads like, that's me, Zeph! Of course it is. I don't think I'm alone. If, not at all, but I just have had a very strange education, you might say. And, um, you know, again, the trans thing was nothing new. I remember when this famous actor, and I'm not going to mention his name because he's too famous, came into the, I guess he was cracked up and got into the hospital and, and he was getting up. He wanted to come back and say hello to one of the doctors or something, you know, just revisit his old stomping grounds. And he comes in with this uh, pretty boy kind of guy. He goes, you know, we just got married. And, um, and uh, it was uh, as if that was, the, that was the cure for getting out of the hospital. You know, to go, you know, the homosexual way versus, I, I, you know, I, I don't know the circumstances that happened before, but we just got married and that was the end of it. You know, there was a, you, know you have a perfect bill of health and uh, God bless you. We approve of that here on this earth. We approve of that in this institution. We approve of that, really. And the way it used to be is everybody had children and everybody was gay. But they looked like they were when they went to church. But that's where it stopped. In the course of my own family and everything, everyone was a swigger. So there's orgies and broken glass and drugs and everything all over the place. And, uh, you know, and all their kids were too. They were all in on it. You know, they're like, you know, all participants in it. And I'm like, oh my God, you know, this is just insane. Well, this is what it costs if you want to live in Beverly Hills. I'm like, oh my God. So all these kids start off like as assassins, right? And they all want to kill the opposition because what happens in families when there's somebody that's not going to put out and everybody else is in the, ga- in the game, shall we say, you know, playing along with everything? 
they become like a policeman, like a, a warden in a prison. You got to get rid of that one. So what do they do? Well, they incarcerate them, right? Or they kill them. What do you think they're going to do? They try to reason with them long enough, and if they don't quite get it, they have to be eliminated. Because that might throw into jeopardy the wealth that that family has been able to enjoy. So therefore, they're all bad. Therefore, communism comes along and says, we have to overthrow it. Well, they just want to take over the same mansions and the same things, be the next generation of power, keeping all the other people starving on the world. And uh, that's how power works. You give out favors to your friends, friends of Satan, and anyone else who doesn't want to play that game, well, they get left behind, usually. That's just the way it is. So let's jump to today and talk about, you know, advancing your careers. You have got to go trans. Or you're not going to get anywhere. At least you don't have to maybe saw your genitalia off, but you've got to go to that level. And then you can pull it back at some point if you, if you need to. But style and you have to be, you know, openly gay sex, obviously, and no hetero anything. No women with you know men that no just absolutely no no because you know the military is running this operation and they've already have a mandate of no future growth of human in other words extermination through lack of birth we have the birth rates now that are going to zero which is the whole point of the whole thing it we're just farm animals to them and they're just doing quotas. That's all it is. You're a pro- the reason they want to surveil you so tight is because you're a commodity and they're going to put money into you. They want to redo your veins, your electrical system within your body. Okay? And get you hooked up to this AI thing and, and make you that kind of creature that I guess that would be alien. And, um, you know, and that's a, lot, a big endeavor. And then they, they have serial number on you. And they own you, and you are property. And only Jesus Christ, the blood of Christ, which most people don't understand anymore, uh, has the weight of payment that can pay for your soul, that pays for you to be free. But while you're here, you get the same treatment as those angels. You know, they're after you. They're hunting you. Because they want a world clean of all those awful heathen, and you're free to use science to advance to the stars and beyond. And I say to them, I'm already advanced to the stars and beyond. I'm already everywhere. I'm in every dimension. I see those dimensions when I'm in between that sleep states. I get into those states of the twilight zone kind of states. And I see everything. And everywhere I'm involved, I'm involved everywhere. In trillions and trillions of incidences, I exist. What are you going to do about it? Tell me that if I just modify my body, I can get there somewhere where I already am? What are you selling me? Okay, so back to practicality. You want to be a big star. I would say you'd have to go trans now, but you have to be an activist like this Rechno guy. He gets up there, 
And he starts talking about his dress. And he has putting a lot of money into makeup, hair, dress, all that stuff, dancing. And he's very, you know, uh, uh, I would say obese. But, you know, he's learned to make that work. That's working. For a lot of, remember we talked about this obese thing. It's, it's very important to be fat. That's a, giving another angle, another leg up. Another victim class that needs to overcome. Oh, yeah. So he's got that good spades. And good musician, good, you know, all that in spades. So that's the next guy. And um, what I think about him, I think he's obviously a very talented guy. Maybe he'd want me to say she. That's fine. She's a very talented girl, whatever. It's just language. You know, I already know what he is. He's just 18 months ago. He was just like, he's like Sam Smith. And now all of a sudden there's this, you know, it's all about they won't let me dress like this. They won't let me. They don't want me to do my hair like this. They don't mean to look. Look at how free I am. Look at how, look how great the show is. And they want to stop it, folks. Is that what you want? No. We'll go kill them then. So they're using this guy 100%. I don't know how smart he is. It doesn't seem too bright. Um, you know, but that's because most people that buy the mind control get into these roles are not very bright to begin with. They're programmable is what they are. And, you know, he's uh, so he's making this move just like Dylan Mulroney. And a lot of them, thousands of them are now competing, you know, to, to be the next star. And they know what they got to do. So it's, it's, a, it's on, man. It's on. The competition's on. But when you get on stage... You have to start calling out the opposition or they won't advance you. So let me coach Seth. I'll coach you into stardom. I'll show you how to be a star. The first thing you do when you get that stage is you say, I wish they wouldn't. Uh, what, did, what did Dylan do? Dylan the other day did. I wish they wouldn't, you know, he was doing a, a, like a kind of a pedophile thing. It was like, I wish they would just let dolls be dolls or something like that. I, you may have seen it. And that was like a, a child, you know, it was kind of gross. But, you know, that was, he did what he had to do. He did it very well, and he did what he had to do. And, and that's it. Now, the other thing that happens is there has to be, you know, for superstardom, death. Because no one's going to pay $100 million to somebody unless, you know, you get your hands dirty. So, yeah, but I mean, the first step would be, you know, to have talent, of course, and then to be recruited, then be trained. And then especially with the costumes, and they're not costumes, but the, the, the lavish outfits have to be you know, well put together. And the makeup and the hair and the whole bit, the dance, everything has to be coordinated. And then the talk always has to be, you know, how I'm being oppressed. I'm not allowed to wear this dress. I'm not allowed to wear the, you know, to, to do my hair and makeup. I'm not allowed to, you know, to, yeah, but, you know, I say, let's get, let's get it on. And then the other thing is to whip it up, as always, with the, you know, sex drugs, right? Like ecstasy is a great sex drug, right? To whip it up, whip it up, get it going, get everybody, you know, in the orgy, orgyizing, and uh, and have the music all whip it up. And it's all, all the music, every last track 
And this is another interesting dichotomy I'm about to say, which you're never going to hear anywhere else. Every track of these guys who are in that transitional movement are um, the very carnal about you know sex games, you know, and games of respect and sex and how to get it on and blah, 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 you know, the usual stuff. But then every once in a while, there's a track about space, about, you know, about dreams, about going somewhere, you know, something else other unrelated that almost has like a an oppositional uh, resonance to it. That's the opposite. Like for them, God might be endless space or, and then they start thinking they want to go there and, they're all tired of the world now, and they want to they want to go out there and be free somehow. Because they realize they bought into a whole, you know, Nazi uniform, right? All the transitioning is all all scientific. I'll just say scientific. Nazi is too broad of a term, but I mean the, the didactic rules. You know, you have to look like this. Got to look like that. Got to put your makeup on like that. You got to do this. You got to do that. Got to sell it. Then what you got to do is get out there and talk about the opposition, and then you got to get people fucking each other. So that's that's the whole job. And and no heteronormative fucking, all ass fucking or you know jerking off or doing something. But it's got to be alt, or eh, you're going to get demerits. We're going to count you down. All right, DJs. And the DJs are going. Wait, I I want to. Music to me was, was the music I'm playing. It's making me want to explore other things and not be tied into the yoke of this kind of slavery. I didn't realize this, this was going to have so many rules. It's all rules, baby. And that's what no one's going to tell you. It's all rules. You break the rules, you ain't going up any higher. That's where you're going to stay. You get that talk about the opposition you know, I think I look lovely tonight, don't you? And everyone cheering, can you believe they tried to stop me from wearing a dress? Oh my God, what would I do without my nails being done? I, I, I'd probably just melt. Now, if you, those, that's pretty good dialogue right there. If you said that to that crowd, they would just cheer you on to oblivion. Cheer you on. Now, I haven't studied everybody. You know, I've studied a few. And I'm seeing some in transition, just starting to transition. They're all going to transition. You know, while the, it, it's like the gold rush. You go tranny, get the gold. And that's what's doing it. I mean, you, you think that if that wasn't a thing right now, you think Dylan Mulvaney would be doing that? No, he'd be on whatever the trend was because he's trying to get famous. And he's made no bones, or she. But I mean, it's hard to do the she thing when I feel the she thing is disingenuous that it's for another purpose, which is fame. Now, I've just dissected the whole thing and I've blown their whole argument. And I've, they are completely exposed. But is it going to make any difference? No, because their money's there, man. Money, fame. All I got to do is be a girl. And you know, the women don't have it as easy. They can't just become a boy and become famous. It's working the other way, right? It's working the other way. It's boys becoming girls. That's, that's the way it's working. And then now, with the opposition, the real point, we drag out guys like 
Oh, who is that guy? That that guy that's out there that he's already doing death threats to people. What is his name? Jeffrey Marsh. You may have seen he's very famous on uh you know, TikTok and all that. And he's talking directly to the kids and telling them to not talk to their parents anymore and to come see him. And he'll encourage them. He'll, you know, and of course the word is groom, but they won't say that. But he's doing grooming right through the uh, airwaves and making himself a safe haven. I'm sure he's not alone. And I'm almost positive he's got a... uh, you know, CIA or a DARPA or some kind of ID like that. He's very charismatic. He's very, very, uh, if you were a child, you'd, you'd want to go to him. Mommy, Daddy, you'd want to help me. I'll do whatever you say. Help me to be, you know. He had a word the other day where he says, you know, you, the one with self-confidence, are you being self-confident and denying that you have needs? So he's even trying to break down those people that have some kind of like moral front, or they, they're not jumping into just an immediate sex act or whatever, that to, to drop that, to go right to the sex. Then he's also made a, a threat to people that have been mad at him because he's, you know, grooming children. You know? And so he's like now pretending he has a gun and he's going to start shooting people. Jeffrey Marsh, yeah. He's, uh, I've been watching him for a while. And, um, you know, just out of my own curiosity. I mean, I was a confused kid at one point. I would have been very susceptible to a Jeffrey Marsh. You know, I'd probably do everything he said. He's very powerful. And he's very protected. <laughs> and uh, although it might sacrifice a guy like that just to whip up more warfare, you know. But uh, so they're on. They got their new terrorist uh, group, right? Because of all the people that don't like, you know, this or that DJ not wearing a dress, which is something new in the last 12 months. And uh, just watch this whole thing, you know, uh, happen. I, I believe the powers that be are giddy with excitement over this this next, you know, I'm sure the White House and uh, Congress and all the big businesses, oh, yeah, you know, the, the, the you know uh, multinational corporations are just thrilled. I saw one where they're saying, "Yes, this Rechno guy. He was. Uh, they were in some exhibit, and they're saying, "I from the Disney Channel." So when you brought up through Disney, you've gone through the whole ranks since you're a little kid. You've been brought up all the way. Yes, well, we know that. So that's very interesting. Hello from Disney. Of course, we've just, the rave thing, the, the deal, the, you know, explicit sex on stage, monkey see, monkey do out there with the ravers, you know, with drugs, and the tie back to Disney. Yes. Disney, where the programming comes from. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, it's, uh, they have one moniker, you know, these the alien, you know, Whatever, the, the non-human people that run all this. They have one motto. One motto. It's all mind. Underscore mind. That is their motto. It's all, in the end, it's all mind. You know, this idea that you experience something real, it doesn't even, you know, dream states 
and this state is a dream state to them, so it's all dream states. So what, well, they all come from the mind. So it's all mind and collectivizing the minds and causing movement. So look at this movement. You have all these people involved in it. But, you know, they don't, they miss the forest for the trees. If you want to be a player, you've got to go this way or you're out. I don't care if there's 10% of them and 90% of you. You have no say. So it's, it's the, the powers that be plus them is stronger than you. The people, you the people are weak and you cannot do anything about this. I mean, you can go to a shooting war, but then everybody gets killed. So there's no way out except Jesus. Well, Jesus is my comfort. I mean, I was explaining to my friend there that, uh, you know, with my, my mother's death so many years ago, uh, things were very, very, you know, I, I started realizing how damaged, and then especially with my daughter's death, which is, you know, kind of in a way, you know, my mother is quite res- very responsible for that. And, and, and I won't go into, you know, pointing the blame at everybody, but, you know, I was left with a, with just total confusion and just psychological mess. I was you know, trying to understand everything. You know, what the hell did I just go through? What the hell happened to Francesca? What what's what is this? You know, and uh, of course I I survived to figure it out. I I know it all. I know everything. I actually know everything. You take that out of context. I know it all. Just put that as take it out of context and say, look at this arrogant asshole. Fine, I don't care what you say. You know, I know it all in terms of those subjects regarding. You know the, these deaths and the, the way things work and whatever. You know, I had a uh, guy yesterday I was talking to. He said, "You know, so you had to kind of learn what the world was or relearn." I said, "No, there's no relearn. I had to learn what it was outside the system because um, you know they they had kicked me out for you know being uh, I guess for asking questions. They kicked me out because I could see through it." They kicked me out because I didn't realize that, you know, had I had the hunger for success or fame, I might have listened and been groomed for that, you know, like this, like this guy. You find out Disney, you make the connection, you know, Coca-Cola, you know, IBM, right, right, Boeing. I'm not throwing these out at random. These are all tar- targeted Right? Northrop. And DJ. Transitioning comes from Disney and is influencing everyone to where in the end there'll be no... I think the goal is... And this is bad for girls and women too. Everyone will be, you know, feminine. There'll be no masculinity. And I, you know, that's another a global part of the experiment, you know. Or the, well, it's not an experiment, it's actually an uh, elimination of human. It's the elimination of human. Well, when human doesn't have any moral compass or nothing else, they have to be exterminated, you know that, because they're just like rabid beasts, you know, they, they have to be eliminated. The government will do, take care of that. They'll arrange a nuclear war or something, 
another you know pandemic that kills you know, 90 percent of the people or you know something like that's coming down the pike right that's right around the corner but they got to whip this thing up first and you know you'd be thankful they got a new toy you know biden loves it he loves it he he's he i just think if there's a way that he could just confess to everybody what he really was and he could be free he would love that but he's being free through this movement which is, yes, it's an adult-child sex movement. Of course it is. But the adult could also be Disney. The adult could be Jeffrey Marsh. The adult could be, you know, and on and on and on. And name any psychiatrist, they're all aboard. All the school teachers, they're all aboard. So it could be any significant other pushing, guiding, with loving hands, I mean, they, they said the love is here. I want to kiss you. I want to hug you. I want, but you know, you seem kind of like you're, you know, like you're not really yourself. You're not really comfortable in your own body. Could it be that maybe you're a, a you know, could be a girl? It just, you know, there, it's possible we could help you, and then you could really accept yourself and really be free. How does that sound? Oh, that sounds great. I really do feel bullied and confused and, and people don't, I don't, you know, having a hard time in school and, oh, they'll all love you. You know that. But you have to be yourself first. I won't go down that, that path too much further. Um, but, you know, that's the truth. Uh, no, I'm not a fucking bigot, you asshole. You're the bigot. 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 You hate. And your hatred is what's making you vulnerable to their control. They control you, not me. They may have you kill people that don't even think about you because they're the evil opposition. But when you kill them, know this. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're a bigot. You're a big bigot. You're a racist. You're you're definitely a you're definitely a an an aid. You know you know what the worst kind of 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 uh, you know, hatred there is. You know not racism really. It's ageism. Once a person gets past thirty, they're not one. Oh, let me tell you this story. Then I'm going to stop. I've tied all this in with the whole world, haven't I? In the shortest amount of time any lecture could ever be. So let me just take it even one step further. Okay, in West Hollywood. Dateline, West Hollywood. Here are all the geniuses. Yay! Okay, to the geniuses of West Hollywood. Tell our friends out here what happens when a guy reaches 30 and doesn't have an income. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, no, Zeph, don't ruin it. It was a 35 now. Did it go up? It's 30, right? What does that guy have to end up doing? Well, he becomes, you know, scum. He cleans up the gym, maybe. He finds some kind of thing. He can become an old, haggardly worker. His shot's gone. Why did they come to West Hollywood? Well, they're gay. 
That was another reason, too. You know, to make it for success in Hollywood. What is West Hollywood? It's synonymous with, you know, Boys Town. But, of course, West Hollywood is all of Hollywood. West Hollywood is Bel Air. West Hollywood is Malibu. West Hollywood is New York. West Hollywood is Martha's Vineyard. West Hollywood is Miami. What? So is this anything new? Well, the only I'm going to give you an angle that you'll never hear, for, I promise. Without the opposition, there can be no movement for liberation, which is actually imprisonment, but we don't tell them that. We don't tell them that. We keep that hidden. The opposition is dwindling down, folks. Here's your new tidbit that you'll never hear anywhere else. If you look at what I looked at yesterday, you'd be completely shocked and blown away. I looked at the statistics of people who are religious in America, and they've gone down by half. People that follow Jesus have gone down by half in just a year. What a... What? People talking revival? There's no revival. It's gone down. So what? What's? So what's the deal there? Well, if they don't do something, there won't be anybody to you know. They'll have to start going after age. Age will be the thing. You know, boomers need to be eliminated. Uh, the, the, the 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 people over thirty people that are not really with only people that are like eighteen, nineteen, twenty. You know, they're the cream of the crop. But you know, folks, nobody can stay there. People get older. See, so since the opposition is going down, we must infiltrate the churches and make them, you know, rainbow flags as well. Rainbow flags, of course, meaning more transition than anything else, more, you know, more surgery, and then getting the psychiatrists involved as well now with the, with the, uh, you know, making sure the blame goes on Republicans. And on gun to Second Amendment advocates, people like that. So what I would say that if you, uh, there's nothing wrong here. You toot your horn, whatever it is. I, I'm looking at life as someone that's going to be leaving here. So I'm, you know, I'm kind of dealing with that now. You know, I'm, I'm not saying I'm going to die tomorrow, but I'm definitely going to die pretty soon. You know, within the next 10 years. So maybe 20 years. Well, I'm not going to speak that. I could live to 120, says the Bible. Okay, I'll believe for that. But still, I'm at that end of the spectrum. You know, no one's going to listen to, you know, some crazy dingbat old man wandering around the desert, right? <laughs> even if I just analyze it perfectly. I mean, with precision, even, even you know, had scholars... Say, how do you do that? <laughs> and you say, it just happens. But you must have been in some program. I was in programs. As a child, I was in a psychic program. You know, kill the enemy. You know, that sort of thing. I've, you know, I'd, I've, you know, Dr. Dietrich was my doctor. Oh, was he Germ German military? Yeah. Dr. Dietrich. Oh, here's Dr. Dietrich. Yeah. 
He wants to give you a penis exam. <laughs> oh, God. The whole world is that. So we play this game like it isn't that. And then, you know, try to keep people innocent so there's someone to hunt. Because you have to have someone to hunt. You've got to have some opposition. Right? Or life's no fun. I'm being a bit flippant, but only because uh, because of the way we've been so compartmentalized. Uh, it has ruined the entire discussion for everyone. And now everyone's just pissed off. So let's go into a prophetic future. So the Lord is going to run, you know, is going to run this thing out. I mean, to where it's so obvious. And, I, you know, I, the whole point is to create, you know, martyrs for Christ. And, um, you know, I think what Charles was talking about is really interesting, you know, that, that the, the God is going to clean his church up, you know, and that these would be the tribulation saints talked about in the book of Revelation. You better believe that if the book of Revelation says it, they're working on it 24-7 to make that happen. Because they know the Bible, they believe the Bible, they know God, they believe God. And they make sure everyone else doesn't. But the people controlling the trans movement, communist movement, all these movements, corporatocracy, uh, secularism, uh, lockdowns, COVID-19, depopulation, those guys, those guys, the Luciferians, completely believe Yahweh, completely believe the Bible, know it line by line, know it, they have total faith in Jesus, meaning knowing he's real. And that's why they focus the war on that. Because they know that's the threat. Because if somebody dies a martyr, well, they lose that soul. They lose themselves. Because without the Lamb, the Luciferians would all be dead. Do you understand that? Without, I'll repeat it one more time, and then we've got to go. Without the lamb, the lamb. I know that's a mysterious term, especially when capitalized, but that's what it is. There would be no Luciferians. There would be actually no reason for anything in a way. But without the lamb, in other words, without the lamb, which also includes... Go to John 17, buddy. It includes the people of the Lamb, are the Lamb. There would be, right, without that, there would be no need for uh, any of them to exist whatsoever. And they know this. And they're afraid of the returning judgment that comes in Revelation 19, where Jesus, you know, I mean, this is all symbolic, but Jesus is leading the charge. He's no longer called Jesus. He is what he was in the first Gospel of John. He is the Word of God dripped in blood. You can't make that imagery up. Right? And they come to subdue the earth, to tie the demons of Satan to the bottomless pit for now. 
and to rule and reign to restore it as to what God would have it be. And then, after that, it says that there'll be a thousand years of that, and then there'll be a, uh, a another, maybe another possible repentance time where some, they're let out of the pit, and then people are going to do what they're going to do, and then eventually the whole thing winds up with the heaven and earth being destroyed, and the new Jerusalem coming in, and then that's going to be the end of the story. The final chapter, of course, to me, talks about you know, let the drunkard be the drunkard, let the liar be the liar, let the thief be the thief, let he who is holy be holy. Anybody who is a thirst of the water of life, let him drink freely. Anyone. The water of life. Now, why did God give man genitals <clears throat> if he just wanted him to tuck them in and forget about it? Well, that's not the way it was arranged. In the, it, that, that's a false perception. That's what the Satanists have done, have tucked it in and said, God told you to tuck it in and don't, 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 don't touch it again. Okay, so, that, so there's their argument. That they did that. God said replenish the earth. That doesn't mean tuck it in. Isn't that an, a revelation for us all? We didn't, we, listen, people, we didn't replenish the earth. And we became disobedient and, you know, the fallen angels were trying to replenish the earth. And those days, I mean, you can make this argument too. And, you know, it, it, when Jesus met the woman at the well and he said, yeah, woman, you have five husbands. You're a liar. You've had five husbands. Who knows how many you're really going to have? It was kind of understood in those days that people had wives, and you know there wasn't there wasn't a uh, this like strict monogamy thing seems to come from the devil. I don't mean monogamy like you know have an affair, not a you know the way we've all couched it now and all understood it is all grown out of like moral thinking and. You know, the, you know, thou shalt not commit adultery, absolutely. And at the same time, there were, God gave multiple wives to people in the beginning. Was, you know, be fruitful and multiply. And you multiply, you know, Solomon, you know, David had concubines and wives. You know, they had wives. Well, why would that be? That all comes under the, 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 the I'm not going to get distracted or digress anymore with this, but it, for a later topic, we can talk about what would replenishing the earth have looked like? And why did God say replenish if it was plenish in the first place? Ah, well, now that gets into another mystery, doesn't it? Replenish. But that certainly doesn't seem to me to be like a... Uh, restrictive thing, does it, to you? I mean, don't laugh. I'm, I'm just not trying to make a funny joke here. I'm just saying. You come here young, you've got a lot of energy, you've got a lot of sex, sexuality, and you have several wives, let's say. I mean, no, I'm not, I'm not pushing this. I'm just saying, you know, you've got a lot to do. You've got a lot to take care of. You, you've got to replenish the earth. Uh... Anyway, as far as, listen, 
You can't have any of these movements without taboo. Who do you think is the author of taboo? God? No. You can't have any of this without guilt and shame, right? If you don't feel guilty, you, you know, if you don't have guilt and shame, or you understand what's happening, the deception, they can't program you. Do you know that? Unless you have guilt and shame. Unless you feel guilty about something. So they come along and say, we'll unlock your guilt and get rid of your shame so you can be free sexually to have sex with whoever you want. Whenever you want, whatever you want, however you want to express yourself. We'll open that door for you to be free. That's so mean that Yahweh would do that to you. That your parents would do that to you. That your school would do that to you. That the military would do that to you. That everybody would do that to you. That now they've all reversed themselves. They're all promoting the answer to, to spiritual liberation is gayness. That's the answer. You mean, but they've been doing gayness. They've been gay the whole time. Oh, no, we can't. You have to say that because that ruins our argument. So, we must have gay bigotry. We must have gay rules. Strict rules. We must make gayness a form of upward mobility. Don't play the game. You don't go one more rung on that ladder. We must enforce it down to the last cell in your body. We must take over your mind, ultimately. And make you do what we want you to do. But first, we must have your consent. And without that consent, we can't accomplish the goal of, it's all mind. 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 mind. That's it. I'm going to pass out now. Oh, man. What have you done to me, Ben? <laughs> what is this bone? There it goes. I just threw your bone over there. Oh. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> man.